0: Good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by your friends at Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millum and 12th Street and here he is. Your host for Over the Garden Fence in our 65th year. It is. Andy Waddell. How are you? Hey,
1: good morning. I see uh, a a little break in the rain.
0: I uh, wanted to ask, did you get the heavy rain out where you uh, live that uh, yeah. that we got in Kalamazoo?
1: I uh I think the rain actually woke me up. It was, it was hard. And, uh, there's puddles all over the field. Oh, yeah. so. I was
0: talking with Rick Shields, our ag director, earlier, and they estimate maybe uh, we could have seen anywhere from three and a half to four inches of rain. It was <sighs> a lot.
1: Yeah. And I will say the corner across the street is <laughs> six to seven feet. I remember the thing used to yeah. be knee-high by the 4th of July, and I think it's way, way past that. Well, we've
0: gone from being in a, a, a substantial drought, yeah. Too flooded. That's right. So, you know, it's feast or famine around here. But Yeah, uh,
1: and I, I feel bad for the folks in Detroit. I hear a mm-hmm. lot of uh, just listening to the news on the way over on one of my favorite stations, WKZO. So, hey, Jim, thanks for having me. Yeah. And um, uh, welcome, everybody, to Over Garden Fence. And if you would like to chime in, we'd love to have you. Uh, give us a call, 382-4280. And uh, you can be a little radio shy and text us in, and that might get some questions yep. stirring. And you can what is that, send that to
0: eight zero three seven three. And if you're outside our area but you're listening on the net and you want to call, you can do it on our dime eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. But I, I recommend that you call early because we do on all of our shows, and and this is just it happens. People will wait until the very last minute to call, and then we don't have time.
1: Yeah. Actually, I see a, a, a caller calling, calling in yeah, right, right now. right now. So do you want to take them
0: before we... Uh...
1: You know what? I don't mind a bit.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go to John this morning. Good morning, John. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence.
1: Hey, John. Morning, sir. How can I help? Hey, uh, my dad and I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, born and raised out in the country and uh, growing tomato plants every year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the farm was sold, moved down the road to another farm and started growing down there, you know, of course the worms start showing up then went like a decade without growing vegetables and restarted it. And sure enough, these tomato worms show up where the heck they coming from, Andy, are they parachuting in on a special air force they got, or how the heck are they coming and finding the tomatoes and where are they coming from? Yeah. Well, you know what they are, um, they're drifted in. You, they, they come in by the air, and I, I think that um, we kind of go through cycles. I have got, uh, you have tomato worms. Right now we have gypsy moth uh, in our area. You know, it's just kind of funny how um, bugs transition. So you, uh, what I might say is, could we remedy that for you? Because there is systemic granular that you could be, it'd be safe for the vegetables, and then you could apply something. That could be, uh, take care of them. The tomato worm um, hides itself pretty easy, doesn't it, John? You can't see it until half half those leaves are gone, and uh, then they're the size of your finger or bigger sometimes. Yep. Yep. Now, um, have you put anything on them? Seven? Um, Triple action? Triple action is, yep, okay. Doesn't seem to work too much too well. Exactly. And so what happens is um, plants, disease, and plant bugs get resistant to an item and that's why you might want to offset there's something called triple action that is actually safe for um vegetables and you could do uh it's a insecticide miticide and a fungicide kind of all in one um could you take some time and now the tomatoes 4 or 5 feet now they're good size 3 or 4 oh, feet yeah. Pal- oh yeah yep so then you have um um Probably more opportunity to probably spray through that, maybe opening up some of that foliage at the same time. Uh, yeah, they're they're brought in by wind. They're not necessarily brought in by the variety. Uh, maybe your neighbor has them, or into the into the fields they'll move in and then uh, um, multiply as the season goes. You have a good crop of tomatoes, obviously, and so that's what they're drawn to for sure. Just like potatoes, we'll get Colorado potato beetle. And one year you didn't have it, you put the potatoes in, and they'll, they'll, they'll find them. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So opposite, you got to think some plants start building resistance, and so do some bugs. And so if that 7 isn't working, try that uh, product. It's by Fertalone. We sell it at the store, and we can kind of show you how to put it on. And it's, uh, it's still safe right up to, uh, I think, two days of harvest. So what, What's the name of the stuff again? Triple Action. Yep, it's made Triple by action. made by Fertilone. We we stock it on the floor. Fertilone. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, All right, John.
0: John. Thanks for the phone call. We appreciate yeah. it very much. All right, <laughs> that was quick. You know and it what? was good too because I
1: uh,
0: I really hate those little buggers. Tomatoes. We and it, they'll
1: come to they'll come to Danielle's and you won't see them. And we don't get out to the garden like we should every mm-hmm. single day. And so um, you know, get out there a couple times a week, and you end up seeing that, huh? This half of the plant is gone, and there's a ripe nice to me
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding um let me ask you a real quick question just because I, i'm not sure of it triple action is this something that can be sprayed on or mm-hmm. is it a powder or do yep. you paint it on with a paintbrush or no
1: it's a, it's a uh, something that could be sprayed on okay. and then the systemic granular is something and you have to i'm sorry it's a granular it's not systemic everybody um so it would be an item that would you could put a barrier. I'm okay. having cutworm on peppers, and we've been putting a little barrier around those just okay. to make sure. I got to um, make sure everybody knows it is not. I said systemic earlier, and it's not. So, okay. Um, but that might help John in his uh, travels for sure, as there far as go. getting a good crop. So, uh, I just wanted to welcome everybody to a wet and soggy morning, and thanks for the calls right away. And we are blessed with this rain. And yes, we could. Um, we could be like Jim said. The exact opposite. We could be in extreme drought, um, like we were in late May and early June. Some people need to realize maybe sometimes there's change in amongst the season. One winter very snowy, hardly no snow the next winter. So let's say like some cup half full compared to cup half empty. And uh, I'm it's really
0: I'm, full this morning. It's really full this morning. This morning. Yep. Yeah, yep. So
1: and one of our uh, so count your blessings for sure. So one of our greatest blessings at Waddell's Garden Center, believe it or not, is our fantastic staff. Yes. And our employees and how hard they work. And today they are throwing a party, a hydrangea party. Really? You bet. And it's actually a hydrangea event all day at Waddell's. There's stuff really for the whole family. And today we'll be talking about hydrangeas. I ended my our show last week and uh, with callers, Got a good start on it, but there's lots to talk about today. There's mainly in our uh, education station, um, our waddell's Hydrangea Gurus. And they're on uh, tips on learning, the ins and outs, the tips and tricks, and mainly success on flowering hydrangeas. Then there's a kids' station, which is uh, a kind of cool little craft area. And um, I have, uh, you take... Uh, bubbles, Jim, and you have uh, colors in them, and you blow them up to a point where then you do a print on the paper, and it looks like a little hydrangea flower, and then you add your little leaves to it, so it's a cool, huh. cool little area, so that's kind of cool. neat. And then, you know, Jim, we got to have our hydration station, and our hydrangea station, you could uh, come and get a little cup of free lemonade and a cookie and cookies made by Jenny Peel in Kalamazoo. I'll give her uh, Portage um, some of the nicest cookies. They're hydrangea cookies today. But one of the funnest things also is to take your hydration station and head out to the nursery, or actually, even with the rain, inside our store, and stroll the hundreds of hydrangeas in stock from reds, pinks, whites, blues, and lavenders, from dwarf- full-size to tree form and then actually talk to our staff on and we would love to help you on placement and then uh, in turn success in your yard we'd love to help the hydrangea party is today from 9 to 5 and we um, I think the kids station is open till 4 the word hydrangea comes from Greek words hydros and that means what meaning water and angos meaning picture or jar or barrel which is fitting because these plants require a lot of water already because at the beginning we'd have to go back to 1739 when a botanist gave this flower the Latin name hydrangea he thought the shape was reminiscent of an ancient water pitcher and again appropriate since all hydrations Hydrangeas, excuse me, require water. With their big, beautiful color and flowering heads, hydrangeas are one of the most, if not the most, popular flowering shrub in the garden. They create interest spring through fall and even into the winter and pair nicely with perennials and other shrubs and evergreens. There are hundreds of hydrangea varieties, but some are far better suited than others, um, for our michigan climate i still remember on this wall of the studio where we had um a checkoff on the days that it was over 100 degrees here a couple oh, years yeah. back and then that following winter i think we got uh if i'm not mistaken 27 below so there's a <clears throat> 130 plus or 25 degree plus difference this plant has to accommodate hydrangeas do best when planted in areas with sun or partial sun that is consistently moist, well-drained, and organic-rich soil. Some varieties would take more shade than others, but too much shade can result in reduced blooming. When planting hydrangeas in well-drained soils, enrich the soil with compost, dairy dew, sphagnum peat moss, Wonderblend composted cow manure. Uh, For poorly-drained areas or clay-based soil, Add compost and like soil conditioner, which is like a bark, um, hardwood bark finds. Add a starter fertilizer. We consider root and bloom to encourage rapid root growth. And always try to follow some of the instructions. We have hydrangea instructions right there today that we can help you with. Established hydrangeas definitely are different than newly planted hydrangeas. For as needed, deep watering every couple days is a requirement. At Waddell's, those hydrangeas get watered every day. For established hydrangeas in deep deep, uh, in, I'm sorry, in dry weather, deep watering every few days is highly recommended. Areas that definitely can keep uh, um, moisture in the ground might be considering drip irrigation, water bags, or gator bags, sometimes or do right tree bags. Applying soil moist to the soil, and you can do soil moist the right way and the wrong way. And a long time ago, you know, Jim, um, you know, one teaspoon's good. Well, I might as well put two or maybe maybe even three. Well, soil moist keeps moisture around the, the um, root ball of a plant or an annual. And I, we found out that you put too much soil, like in a whiskey barrel, soil moist, it'll push because it'll expand and push the soil right up and out of the whiskey barrel. So um, buyer beware, follow instructions. Mm -hmm. We use soil moist a lot of times in our city plantings where we cannot water the plant. It's not capable of getting water truck or plant uh, moisture to it, yet it requires a warranty. So we put soil moist there. It might help you if you're working 40 hours a week. It'll help on the moisture in the... Applying mulch two to three inches around the base of the plant. We'd even suggest cocoa mulch because as cocoa mulch rots, it adds nutrients to the ground. And again, we love to say fertilizing hydrangeas every spring would be uh, maybe one of the ideas to getting them to bloom. So I have a little list. We, we can take a break in a second. But I have a little list of some of the varieties hydrangeas, Jim, mm-hmm. that um, maybe one person says... I, I just, I'm not getting a secondary bloom. There are some varieties that don't do that. Oh, okay. Okay? There's some varieties that do very good and bloom over and over again with a little proper care. Now, I'm just going to go through the varieties here, and uh, then maybe we can talk about each variety just to make sure. We have hydrangea macrophylla, or a big-leaf hydrangea, similar to light nico blue or old glory. We have re-blooming big-leaf hydrangeas. Um, that tend to rebloom on new wood and old wood. We have that same kind of lace leaf um, hydrangea reblooming again, which is mountain variety. We have oak leaf, which is kind of the one that has some of the best winter interests that we can talk about with spring, summer, fall, and winter. And we have some of the toughest varieties, which is the smooth, variety or the original Annabelle. And that's why I'm talking about some of these older names. And then the old-fashioned named um, uh, summer flowering PG Hydrangea. Mm. And again, I've named all old varieties. And I think some of the staff is wondering, why have we named those? But we'll tell you about the new names when we come back all on right. some of those uh, varieties.
0: Again, if you have a phone call for Andy this morning, 382-4280, 877-382-4280. You can text us at 80373 if you're a little radio shy, and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence here on 590 1069 fm WKZO.
2: Wouldn't it be nice to have loads of blooms in your landscape without spending loads of time taking care of the plants? The plant experts at Woodell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center have dozens and dozens of easy-care hydrangea shrubs for loads of color. The perfect time to learn more about all of these exceptional beauties will be at the Heavenly Hydrangea Event going on today until 4 o'clock. There'll be a hydrangea station where experts will help you learn how to turn pink blooms blue, how to dry hydrangea flowers, and so much more. Plus hydrangea cookies, lemonade, and beautiful blooming hydrangeas on display. A favorite you'll want to add to your landscape is a bloomstruck hydrangea. Loaded with lavender blooms, only $44.88 this week. Or get the new fuchsia glow hydrangea and enjoy fabulous bright fuchsia blooms from early summer through the frost. Make sure you pick up a coupon at the door for five dollars off your choice of hydrangea in stock at Woodell's Nursery, Floriston and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman and 12th Streets. Shop online anytime at woodells.com.
0: WKZO News Time is nine twenty-five on Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning. Andy Woodell in, as always. We should probably say something about Tim. Tim's normally here, but this oh. is this is his birthday weekend. Well, damn! Happy so birthday! he's, he's off uh, celebrating and and whatnot. So
1: twenty nine, I'm sure. Yes,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure. We we had a little fun. I worked for him yesterday, but I had neg- I neglected to remember that, oh. and uh, got a uh, text message from our uh, morning host Ken Lamphere about Are you the producer today? And um, <laughs> Let's just say that I, I think I set a new record in getting in here. Um, so anyway, uh, because Tim is off sure, the whole weekend, sure. and celebrating.
1: So happy birthday, Tim! Yeah. So we're just talking about hydrangeas, um, hydrangeas, and I'm just trying yeah. to educate people. So you have the time, stopping today between nine and five, and we would love to help you. We can help you all year long, but we have a cool little like um, Charlie Brown and Lucy booth. We have a psychiatrist booth when with, oh, with the doctor is in. So Rhonda is. And our team, along with a whole bunch of other people, are willing to help. So um, let's talk about our first variety, big leaf hydrangea or hydrangea macrophylla. Now, the reason I said Nico Blue hydrangeas years ago, we've grown these hydrangeas for 30 years. But a lot of times, out of a batch of 100 of them, there'd only be one or two flowers. And it would be very hard for that plant to set flower because it would only bloom on um, old wood. We have a harsh winter And uh, sometimes you have a lot of winter kill. I would say sometimes those varieties don't necessarily bloom consistently. But it's this easy. Why not put it on your calendar and the third week in November, right before Thanksgiving, mulch your hydrangeas. We talk about it every time. If you can, Cityline Series really does very nice. It's uh, a variety we sell in the early spring, but it is not necessarily a rebloomer, but an extremely heavy bloomer that could start your season. So one of the earlier varieties, City Line Mars, Paris, Rio, Venice, and Vienna. We do stock. We come and go with all hydrangeas depending on the uh, how fast they sell out, but a variety that we sell in the spring. Now, you'd say, um, that's really nice, but what if I don't get a chance to mulch it like Jim and Tim and Andy sometimes don't have time. So now there is hydrangea macrophylla again, but reblooming big leaf. And really how it's come about is, um Endless Summer in 2007 is when it was introduced and they have worked harder and harder and harder on varieties that will tend to rebloom very nicely for us. The Let's Dance series, the Endless Summer series like Let's Dance Big Easy and Blue Jangles, um very nice um, performers that we've seen and uh, Endless Summer series like Tough Stuff, um I'm sorry, like Bloomstruck and Endless Summer and Twist and Shout. Now, uh, we'll take a break again in a second real quick, Jim. But now you have two varieties that are a little more sensitive. The reblooming will, let's say we have a hosta. It dies back in the winter. It'll still come up in the spring. The reblooming big leaf ones will do that. And so you have a chance to go ahead and mulch it. And if, if you have a harsh kill, you'll still have new growth come up and they will set flower on new growth. You want something a little tougher? That's why a lot of these have been originated in Japan. They found up in the mountains, the Mountain Series. And tough stuff and tough stuff, aha, is two varieties that we stock um, consistently that our our designers are putting in a little more uh, unsheltered area, still in that part shade, part sun, but seem to be a little stronger and repeat a performer And they're a lace cap variety. So bigger lace cap flowers on the outside and smaller little teardrops on the inside, which is kind of cool. So Very cool. Three varieties. And we can come back with some others because I do, Jim, want to talk about drying, mm-hmm. which uh, is new to me. I know it's <clears throat> maybe not a guy thing, but I learned something with hydrangea drying.
0: All right. Well, we'll be right back. Again, 382 877 We'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO.
2: Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants available in our area? Weddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. Weddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants for your area or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, and any products and tools you may need to care for your outdoor living space. You'll find the Plant Doctors always in at Weddell's. The Plant Doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? We're going to sample the plant and some of the soil from around it to get an accurate assessment of the problem and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a one-cup sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Weddell's Nursery, and Garden Center is located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Streets. Or shop anytime at Waddell's.com.
0: WKZO time 930, 68 degrees currently in Kalamazoo and here on the north side as we return to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell. We're talking all things hydrangea, and we're into the hardier hydrangeas, mm-hmm. I would guess, right, Andy? The, the ones that... Uh, uh, put up more of a fight when it gets cold and things like <laughs> that's that right.
1: That's right that's right we just we started with big leaf then we talked about reblooming big leaf we were in the mountains just a second ago some of the tougher varieties now what uh, i'll tell you one of the tougher areas sometimes is shade you'd think oh well shade is always moist but you know what big trees jim they rob the moisture first and then sometimes what is understory really needs to be strong. So oak leaf hydrangea is one that we suggest for quite a bit of shade and still flower and perform. But it's a great spring flower, uh, long pinnacle of um, green and um, very, very beautiful white when it fully opens. And then that flower gets a very mauve and then burnt uh, reds in the, in the fall. But then you have that oak-style leaf to it that is very cool and interesting. And then you that oak leaf turns probably, of all the varieties, the best in the fall color. The Mountain Series has good fall color also, but oak leaf just turns beautiful fall color. And then when it drops, it has all this nice peeling bark that uh, really is beautiful. So uh, oak leaf and Alice and Ruby Slippers and some of the Gatsby Series we we carry in the oak leaves. Now... um, have you gone to the Upper Peninsula before, Jim? Oh, yeah. Okay. You'll see on this next variety, um, a lot of times you'll see those old farmhouses. They're gone, but you'll see two lilacs and then a row of hydrangeas that used to be. And I'll tell you, up there is a, even a little more strong, um, stronger weather, we'll say. <laughs> and smooth series or hydrangea arborescence, it would be my choice for that, uh, that spot. For a sun to part shade situation, Uh, I have Invincible Series against my red barn facing west where I can't really get water to. It's too far away from the hose. So it has gotten watered at a young stage, but I I bet it has not gotten watered in five years and I probably at Weddell's I get my hand slapped but it performs really good Jim and, and and it flowers hundreds of flowers and so incredible series is how some of this started and really Jim I'll just say with Annabelle has this beautiful white flower but the stem was not strong enough. So in the rain like this morning, it all be flopped over. So they worked hard on Annabelle and came up with this beautiful series called Incredible, Bigger Flower with Stems, some of them the size of your fingers. So my last series is Paniculata. And that's probably where the original name of hydrangea came, as the plant is somewhat shaped and the flower like a pitcher or a jar. Bobo, firelight. Um Little Quickfire, Pinky Winky, uh, Regular Quickfire are just some of the names that came from a huge development of Limelight. That's how this all came off of PG series. And Limelight is just one of one of our best series that we've ever had. That's how um, a lot of proven winners came about is some of the uh, work and high high um hard work, and hybridizing on uh, getting some of these varieties. So maybe we can take a quick break, and I'll tell you, on uh, shade, water, pruning, color, we have a list, Jim, that has all kinds. So might stop in, we can give that to you and walk with a a client, um, um, employee relationship, and Mm -hmm. figure out where your spot is. Maybe you need to go home and take some pictures come in because then then you can have some success because there are some plants that you don't want to put in river rock facing west (laughs) there you go
0: yeah (laughs) that's that's an important thought it really is (laughs) well let's take a quick break again 382-4280-877-382-4280 we'll be right back on over the garden fence on WKZN. did you
3: know that a thick healthy lawn works like a giant air conditioner to help cool your home keeping your lawn healthy will save you money on your energy bill if your summer lawn needs help, see the Lawn Pros at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. They'll recommend giving your lawn the best summer meal, Scott's Step 3. Scott's Step 3 with iron delivers more greening power than regular lawn foods and won't burn micronutrients it needs now to strengthen roots and provide longer greening. The 5,000 square foot size of Scott's Step 3 is just $18.99. With all the humid weather lately, lawn diseases are becoming very common. Now is the time to prevent and control lawn diseases with Scott's Disease X. It takes care of Dollar Spot, Red Thread, Brown Spot, and more. Plus, it starts working in just 24 hours. Get the 5,000 square foot size of Scott's Disease X for just $21.99. For just $21.99 at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Streets. Or shop anytime at Waddell's.com. Back
0: to Over the Garden Fence here on this Saturday morning, 590-106-9FM, WKZO, Andy Waddell with us. and um, There is a word in the gardening lexicon, uh, we've got a phone call here really quick, but I want to get this out before I mm-hmm. forget it, because I want you to put the thought in your head. And that is that sometimes the word prune can be a four-letter word. <laughs> so hold that thought while we go to the phones mm-hmm. here. Um, We're going to go to Shelly this morning. Good morning, Shelly. Welcome to Over the Garden Fats. Hey, Shelly. How are you?
3: Good, thanks. Good,
1: good. How can I be of help?
3: Well, I have a tree in my front yard. It's a weeping cherry. It's been there for a little over 20 years, but with Mm -hmm. all the rain, I noticed today it's got a ton of mold and mildew on it, like fungus. Yep. Is that going to hurt the tree? How do I treat it?
1: Well, it's not going to help the tree for sure, uh, because you know, a lot of times that will make that leaf drop early and sometimes not have a chance for it to, to bud out very well. So um, they're either um, maybe stopping in to make sure there is, it is a fungus, but it, say it's powdery mildew or leaf spot, it's something that uh, um, triple action, I talked about earlier, could take care of very easily. Um, it's something that you would want to do on the cool of the day when you're not spraying now, is that tree, how many years old is it? 20,
3: 22 trees, mm-hmm. 22 years old. So it's good. And it's mostly on the trunk and on the branches.
1: Okay. All right. That was my next question because on sometimes on the trunk, you might see lesions and lichens that are growing on it that are somewhat sometimes natural when the tree gets a little older. And when the tree is always moist, sometimes cherry weeps over and the trunk doesn't dry out, um, you might want to find out even by, um, you know, taking a picture or two, if it's right on the trunk and it's just, is it white or is it green and blue?
3: White and green and blue.
1: Mm-hmm. So the white might be, um, might be powder mildew. It might be cottony scale, which also gets on that plant and it mimics, um, powder and mildew. So that would be something that I'd want to maybe take a sample of, bring in just to make sure. But let's say you... You have something at home that's got a sprayer that you can reach that tree, 72 degrees or less, pump sprayer, make sure it didn't have Roundup in it, that triple action, made by Fertilome, mixed with spreader sticker, and put that on 10 days apart. You could use copper also would be something that we sell at Waddell's is if it's a fungus, ma'am, and again would be something you'd want to apply with just a little spreader sticker. That's a uh, powder that is mixed up and suspends in water and you put it on with a pump sprayer. Okay. That'd be my two things. This would be the time to prune too if you're going to do some understory pruning. Maybe you can get the air to pass being 20 or plus. You could get the air to pass through that plant a little better and I know. Cherry can be quite large when it gets older, but now it would be the time if you wanted to clean it up.
3: Okay, thank you.
1: you got a project, Shelly.
0: All right. (laughs) Thanks, Shelly. We appreciate it very much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to phone call. She mentioned pruning, too. Yeah. Now, there's a right time and a wrong time to prune. Mm -hmm. There's a right way and a wrong way to prune. Mm -hmm. And when you're dealing with hydrangeas, uh, Mm -hmm. there's no, it follows along.
1: That's right. That's right. And so things like, um, we'll just make one example, not hydrangeas. I wouldn't want to prune a rhododendron and azalea right now because it's already set its flowers for next year, and you'd be trimming off all of the flowers for next year. Now, sometimes you only have the opportunity and you don't care about the flower. Go ahead. But let, let's say on some of those uh, um, big-leafed hydrangeas, the, the uh, blooming and not reblooming. same with the Mountain Series, you're going to laugh at me, avoid pruning. Really? Except remove old blooms and dead stems in the early spring. Leave it alone because old flower and new flower might reappear on some of the stems that you think is dead, but actually will come back later. You'll snip and go, oh, oops, I had some green inside. Now, you can see when it's brittle, two or three year wood, you can kind of move your hand through and some of those snap right off. Let's say on your oak leaf hydrangea, same thing. That plant, some of the varieties get big, but again, avoid pruning, except when removing old blooms and dead stems in that early spring. It just makes it easier. Um, North America, is it is a native. Oak leaf is well-adapted to garden landscaping, and the flower buds rarely freeze. <clears throat> but my rabbits got them this year, Jim. They like Uh-oh. oak leaf hydrangea. <laughs> <laughs> My dog was wanting one this morning, a rabbit. A rabbit, or, or uh, I didn't they're know. everywhere. I do not understand. I've seen
0: quite a few this Holy year.
1: Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. But your last two, some of those stronger varieties, mm-hmm. like the Smooth Series or Arborescence, I like to in the early spring cut back a quarter to half. Remove the old flowers and encourage the new growth. Every third year, I'd like to take out that old mother wood, clean that up. You can tell the wood that's um, brittle comes right out fairly easy compared to the, the wood that is um, strong is stuck down into those roots. And your last definitely is your panicle or your um, limelight, little lime, bud uh, Bobo. Again, I like to cut back at least a quarter, but you could cut back easy to a half um, in the late fall, if it is protected, but mainly in the early spring, you just don't know, Jim, what mother nature has in store for us in the winter time. And yeah. let, let's have a, um, a easy winter. And then the pruning is no problem. Let's say you prune in the late fall and you have a harsh winter. She'll still take some more back on you. Okay. So, and that's just ways because, uh, uh, hydrangeas, a lot of it is, um, Similar to like one other vine, Wisteria used to be uh, a gentleman that lived off uh, in Portage would come to me every year and just say, I cannot get this thing to flower. Just trimmed it down every year and just would not flower. Well, he was trimming off the flower every single year, year after year. And some of the Wisterias take many years to flower. So um, let's let's go on that pruning and not hydrangeas. You have a little window still, Jim, on doing... um, evergreens Mm -hmm. so juniper hemlock arbovitas uh cypress those could all be done now and uh, be shaped up and sheared and i like to do them use um could all be done now jim because um it's kind of like doing them in september and october you and i are getting less and less hair Mm -hmm. and when you give a hard cut you come out and you're like oh man it's a chili um then two days later you Even though it's cold, you go to the beach and you get a little sunburn. Well, the yews do that, the junipers do that too, and sometimes that burn is brought on by cutting too late in the season. Summertime uh, flowering plants, I might leave alone unless there's a necessity for them to trim back because some of that, again, would be pruning off flower. But things like buddleia and spent hydrangeas, if there are some flowers, could be cut back to... uh, Um, new shoots, especially a buddleia or butterfly bush to encourage new wood. You'll see that, uh, that is also a plant I like to mulch quite heavily to make sure that it has a chance for it to, uh, um, overwinter just in case there's some varieties that are tough, but, um, last year or last week, we were just trying to encourage to how to make that to rebloom and a lot of times improper pruning placed in the wrong area unfortunately Jim we do have late spring freeze or the frost sometimes will take those flower buds we talked many times about recovering your hydrangeas if you leave the mulch on too much you'll have a chance for that uh, new growth to come out white and then uh, you know remove the mulch and you see a lot of that white growth and then that's really hard for that plant also so removing mulch in late spring but have a spring frost cover it back up for the night okay deer browsing is my last and we call that and that's a new word instead of deer because they sometimes just move along it's kind of like in the buffet they'll like it but sometimes trim off all the flowers for you and um so it's easier to find out on what you're buying before you're placing too for sure
0: all right um, all right now so we have we just have about a minute left andy um I want to mention the hydrangea party again. Mm-hmm. Nine mm-hmm. to five today, and it, and it really is a party. But it is what if everything you've always wanted to know about hydrangeas, but were you afraid to ask? Yeah. This is when you ask.
1: Yeah, because I'll tell you, there is. I, I was new last year. There is a plant called Summer Crush. It is on the Endless Summer series. I have never seen a darker pink or red flower. Wow. And there's dozens of them on each plant, so it's um they've come a long ways on it's it's the color that everybody is really looking for on a true red uh, hydrangea that's strong. That endless series is a neat plant all the way to Bobo's. To um, Bobo has so many flowers, Jim, so when it flowers, it covers the foliage. You can't hardly oh, see, wow. see the plant. So different varieties, and there's all kinds of new ones that uh, I wish I knew the name of every one. Like, <laughs> well, you know how you I find out. I get employees out. laughing at me, but at the same time, so many new ones come on to replace the old ones, and that's mm-hmm. good. There's tech, technology behind these hydrangeas, for well, sure. Well,
0: you, you got to come out to Waddell's today, and then you can find out the names of all of them that's and right. figure out where your favorite ones are. Yeah,
1: yeah there's a some gorgeous ones. So, so thank you all yeah. for maybe a little education on uh, the plant today that we uh, sometimes have so many questions on. If Indeed. you don't want to call in, stop in today and uh, please join us any time of the year and we can help you with hydrangeas year long.
0: There you go. All right. Thanks, Andy. Let's mm-hmm. uh, do it again next week. What do thank you Thank
1: you. Thanks for having all me.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. Or Over the Garden Fence brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And make sure and stop out today until 5. It's hydrangea party time. Uh, again, at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. 590-1069-FM, WKZO, Everything Kalamazoo.